is up, everybody? The Merch 25 says, yo, what's up, The Merch 25? How are you tonight? Oh, it's a good night. It is a good night. It's been a good week. I just got back from Palm Beach Gardens. I uh, took a trip to see some family. Got sunburned, you know. If you're bald and I would say the color that I am is clear, then sunscreen doesn't work. That's what I found out the last few months is I've tried everything all the way up to 100 SPF. <gasps> you can't hear me? Oh, no. Why can you not hear me? Oh, no. It's Keegan. What's up, my dude? We're going to have to fix some audio here. Give me a second. All right. Can you hear me now? Check, 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 check. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Victor can hear me. Keegan can hear me. Anna, um, you might just be on. <laughs> you just check your mute button. I don't know what to tell you on that. All right. It's always great to like turn on, you know, you put a big countdown, you psych yourself up, uh, the countdown ends and then someone says they can't hear you. So let me adjust one more time and we'll be good. All right. Well, if you can't hear me, I'm just going to talk for a while. I can hear you now. Okay, good. So today we have the official fifth topic that I've decided on the official, um, like recurring topic. Last week we did the about me hot tip, turn the volume on. <laughs> It is a hot tip. Um, thank you, Hail to the Victor. Um, everyone, if you have a phone and you're trying to listen to things, uh, turn up the volume. Always a smart idea. Official fifth topic has been put all the way here up to the top, and it is going to be nerdy news. I didn't want to do it at first. I, I had wrestled with this because I was like, I don't really, I feel like it's so saturated. Everyone's doing nerdy news. You know, there's like IGN is everyone's doing nerdy news, but you know what? I love nerdy news. I love movies. I love comic book stuff. I love video games. I mean, I'm on Twitch, so I su succumbed, succumbed to, I don't know what that word is, to the pressure that I was only giving myself. And I'm going to do nerdy news every week because you know what? I love it. So. It is what it is. So this week we got nerdy news, sports, movie review of the week, Sully Perspective on, and Try Something New Tuesday. That is going to be the official five every week. And I've decided we're doing this on Thursday just try to try it out, but we're doing Tuesdays. We're just going to do Tuesdays. That's how it is. It's going to be better for me. I hope it's okay for y'all and that you'll tune in and watch every week. But without further ado, let's just go straight into it. Let's head over to this screen here. I, add, I also added, look at this. I added a new cup into the background this week. This is my Letterkenny cup that my girlfriend bought for me off Etsy. It has a, if you've never seen Letterkenny, it's the, one of my favorite comedies, but it's got a bunch of stuff from the show. And I'm pretty happy with that. So anyways, all right, let, without further ado, let's do nerdy news of the week. Start the timer now. All right, this week on nerdy news. The big thing coming out today, it just released today, 
Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney for releasing Black Widow simultaneously in theaters and on Disney+. Plus. I'd never thought about this. This is crazy. This is a crazy story because the Black Widow movie was supposed to come out in April or May 1st, I believe, in, of last year, 2020. Okay? Let's see. When did Disney Plus start, come out? That's what I want to know. I believe, yeah, November 12th, 2019. Okay, that was a little bit before. At the time, Disney Plus was not doing these like premium pay 30 extra dollars to get the, you know, all the stuff, extra stuff. Like Black Widow, I think they came out with um, Cruella DeVille, Mulan, stuff like that. They hadn't been doing that yet. So I assume that she signed her contracts for getting a piece of how many tickets were sold in movie theaters. The problem is they released it on Disney Plus. So let's, I don't know the numbers, but let's call it 50-50. Half of people decided to not see it in theaters and to see it on Disney Plus. She got screwed out of all of that money. So she is suing Disney because it's a, a breach of contract, I guess, that they just kind of did a trickster move here because they had already filmed all this stuff last year. It was like the movie was done. They just stopped, didn't release it. This is uh, going to be, I assume, a, a continuing problem for a bunch. Oh, my God. I just activated Siri. It's going to be a continuing problem for a lot of actors, I think. We didn't. We didn't prepare well for these uh, streaming services. And if anyone signed contracts pre-COVID and then their movie got delayed and then they're going to put them on streaming services, these actors are going to get screwed out of stuff. So this is a huge story. I'm interested to see how this goes for her. I hope she does get her money. Uh, I also announced today Hawkeye will be coming out officially on November 24th. Marvel is just having a heyday right now. I mean, we have gotten WandaVision. We've gotten uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. We've gotten Loki. We're about to get um, What If. Then we're going to get Shang-Chi. Then The Eternals. Then we're getting Spider-Man at the end of the year. Now we're getting Hawkeye. I mean, crazy, crazy. If you're a Marvel fan, this year is just like you're nerding out. It is amazing. Uh, Kind of a cool story. If... If you did not see Mandalorian and you are planning on watching Mandalorian, just fast forward a little bit, some, some undisclosed seconds, okay? Because this is a spoiler alert. But at the end of Mandalorian, tune out if you have not watched it. At the end of Mandalorian, Luke Skywalker shows up and they CG'd him to be, look like young Luke Skywalker because obviously this is time period wise way back so they had to computer graphic animate him to look young well this famous youtuber shamook he makes uh deep fakes on youtube uh he'll do weird things he'll do like um chris pratt as 
Indiana Jones or whatever. And he'll superimpose, you know, Chris Pratt's face. Well, he did a, a better version of young Luke Skywalker, of young Mark Hamill, than was in the show. And it blew up so much that um, Lucasfilm hired him. How freaking cool is 2021? That you can just have a, a little YouTube channel and you post one thing, it blows up, and then you're all of a sudden you're working for Star Wars. How freaking cool. Whoa, bud, give more of a spoiler warning before you drop the bomb like that, says Victor. I literally gave so many spoiler warnings before I started that story. I gave you at least six chances to get out. If that spoiled it for you, you are not good with the fast forward button. That's your own problem. That sound scared the shit out of me. So, anyways, uh, we'll run through these last ones then. Suicide Squad is coming out on August 5th. Apparently, uh, it's good. IGN gave it a 9. Nerdist gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Uh, it's supposed to be not a sequel. It's like a remake. 2021, cool year besides the global pandemic, Victor says. Well, that's fair. 2020 as well. This pandemic has gone way too long. Just like infinitely too long. And last story for nerd news before we move on. Mythbusters is auctioning. I don't even know if this is nerd news, but I like it. So Mythbusters is auctioning off props for some charity. I don't even know. I didn't look into it. And I'm going to be honest. I want two things. I'm not going to bid. But if I was, I would bid for Buster, the, the dummy that they always blow up. And, okay, fast forward, this is live. Didn't think about that. I'm not going to lie. You can obviously not fast forward a live podcast. So, if I did spoil, <laughs> spoil Mandalorian for you, I'm sorry. I genuinely didn't think about that. Thank you, Victor, for calling me out on that. That's embarrassing. All right. Uh, oh, the second thing I want from Mythbusters, I want Jamie's mustache. And his beret. That would be cool. If I could get Jamie's mustache and beret, that would be awesome. All right. Next up, we have sports stories. Let's move right along. Here we go. All right. Number one, we'll start with UFC. Just like we did last week, TJ Dillashaw beats uh, Corey Sanhagen. Uh, he deserves a title fight 100%. He's never, he never technically lost the belt. Yes, he did drugs. Yes, he... You know, performance-enhancing drugs, that is. Yes, he cheated. He served his time. His two-year suspension is up. He came back. He beat one of the best fighters in that division. Uh, Sanhagen will be a champion one day. Uh, I'll, I'll call that again. He will be a champion one day. And it was a, de it was a very hot debate fight. Some people said Sanhagen won. Some people said um, TJ Dillashaw won. Uh, I think given if you keep in your head that he is a, a champion, technically, I'm going to give it to, to TJ Dillasaw. Uh, Victor says, honestly, I didn't think he did that well against Sanhagen. In my opinion, a lot of people say that Sanhagen won three to two. This is the thing. TJ Dillashaw has not fought in two years, over two years. To come in against one of the toughest guys in the division, in my opinion, a top three ranked guy, what he should be a top three ranked guy in that division 
to come in and basically have no ring rust to 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 look as good as he did. He survived a very big gash over the eye. He survived a very big knee to the chin. Um, I thought he did good. I think he needs a, an immediate shot. It's my opinion. You can roast me. You can disagree. I think that TJ Dillashaw deserves an immediate now chance at the belt. We're moving on. Uh, NBA, Giannis won his first ring. I will admit he threw a lot. It's impressive because he does not have the what we are calling these super teams right now. He doesn't have, you know, four or five stars, you know, three, two, three, four stars on his team. It's just him, really, um, as far as big, big star power. And he threw a lot of shade at those teams after he won, and good for him. Um, next, college football. Just a shout-out, 30 days until college football season. Very excited. There's some big things going on right now. Uh, University of Texas and Oklahoma Sooners are trying to come to the SEC, I believe. Um, so that's crazy and can throw a giant wrench in all of college football. Obviously, that's not going to be slated for this season, but... It's seeming like it's moving very quickly. So I don't know how soon that would actually go into effect. But, it, I mean, if that's the case, the Big 12 is in a huge amount of trouble. Um, Keegan says, hook them horns. I agree. Oklahoma Sooners can suck it. I hate Oklahoma and I hate the Sooners. But if they come to the SEC, I, y'all know I'm a Gator fan. It's going to screw the SEC East one way or the other. I assume what will happen is that uh, Texas and OU will go into SEC West and push some big team to the East, whether that's LSU or Alabama would be my two guesses. It would be a disaster for Florida. Victor says, per every episode, all two. (laughs) I know, I've only had two episodes. Uh, And he says, go blue. You are a Michigan fan. Go blue if you're beating Ohio State because screw Urban Meyer even though he's not there anymore. Next up, we have the Olympics. Whoa, I have been into these Olympics. Let me tell you guys, I I will watch anything. I'll watch ping pong. I'll watch handball. I watched rowing. Uh, Badminton. I got really into badminton the other day. Uh, Do y'all like watching the Olympics? Do you get overly patriotic randomly? Because I do. Uh, we are ahead in the medals. We have 31. As of me updating this, as of you listening to it, if you're listening to the podcast, it could be more. As of right now, we have 31 medals. We are in the lead for that. We are tied for the most golds with Japan at 15. The big story, the big story right now is that Simone Biles pulled out of the gymnastics team and individual events. Huge story. The most famous Olympian going into these games, uh, in my opinion, bar none. The highest pressure on her. That is going to be my Sully perspective on today, so we won't go into it right now. Um, but yeah, I've been incredibly into the Olympics. I, comment, what's your favorite sport to watch in the Olympics, or what's the most random sport you've gotten into? That is my time. Moving on to movie. Review of the week. Movie review of the week. Today we will be talking about The Strangers. I watched... Oh, sorry. We'll have to start the timer and go. I watched a scary movie, y'all. I'll, 
let me tell you a couple things about myself. Number one, I am what they call a baby, a pansy. I don't know. Whatever you want to call me, whatever names you want to call me, I do not do well with scary things. I don't want to go to a haunted house. I don't want to watch haunted or horror movies. I'm going to be honest. When it's too dark in my house, I'm not a fan, to be completely honest. So I just don't do well with scary stuff. But a trip that Anna and I were supposed to go on got canceled. I felt bad. She was disappointed. So I told her, because she loves horror movies, that I would watch a horror movie with her. I was trying to make up for this Savannah, Georgia trip that got canceled. So I watched it. I didn't do well. I'll tell you up front. I didn't do well. I di- you know what? I did do well in the movie, okay? And let me say, The Strangers, if you're into horror movies, it's a good movie. Um, it's older, I think. I don't remember when it came out, but it is a, a, a solid movie. High suspense levels, um, very creepy. But you know what? Overall, I did okay. The problem was, and the problem is every time I do something like this, because I've only seen a few horror movies, is that I psych myself out post-movie. I'm fine, depending on the movie. I, I was fine in this particular film watching. I was fine. Oh, also, thank you, Keegan, for the follow. I just saw that you followed me, man. Thank you so much for the follow. Um, I was fine in the movie. But immediately after the credits rolled and I had to walk back to my house, it was instant fear. Victor says, here's the thing with scary movies. Horror walks the line for comedy with me. There's too many opportunities to make a joke during the moment. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's a lot of moments in these horror movies where you can, you know, kind of lighten the mood. I find myself doing that to ease my own fear so that I'm not freaking out too much. You know, I, I didn't want to ruin the movie for people that were around me, but there were times where I would just, you know, crack a little joke to cover the fact that I was about to poop in my pants. So, you know. You don't want poopy pants, not in front of the girlfriend. Um, it was a good movie, I will say. If you've not seen the movie, watch it. Uh, it's a watch. I think what I'm going to do from now on on these movie reviews is I don't like the 10 scale, the, like the 10 point review scale. I don't like it. It's too, it's too subjective. Like what what's really makes a movie go from like an 8.2 to an 8.4? Right. I there's. I don't understand what it's kind of like I'm just throwing out a number. So I think what I'm going to do from now on is I'm just going to simply give it a, a watch or a don't watch. And then I'll do an extreme watch and an extreme don't watch. And that's it. I'm just going to it's a four point scale. So it's either literally extremely do not watch this movie space jam we talked about it last week is an extreme do not watch this movie don't watch is like it's a pass watch is you should see it extreme watch is like please go rent it right now i'll pay for it i'll to help you watch it or whatever right i'm going to give the strangers a watch it was it kept me on the edge of my seat it wasn't unnecessarily 
jump scary, if that makes sense. Like it wasn't overdone, which I find like in shows like The Walking Dead. I know that's not like horror, but they overdo the jump scare to where it's it's it becomes less big. You know, it, it becomes less important, the jump scare. The Strangers had a very good jump scare to creepy to uh, a lot of intensity in your chest moments, but then didn't have a jump scare sometimes where you think there would be one. So I, I enjoyed the movie. But I don't like horror movies, and I did not sleep for the next three nights, and I'm not kidding about that. That You think that that's for humor. It's not. I literally did not sleep for three nights because I psyched myself out. I thought that there was going to be masked people looking in my window. The creepiest thing about the movie by far, there's my time, but we're going to push through. Creepiest thing about the movie is at the very end, again, like mute me if you don't want this spoiled, is at the very end, you know, these people that have been torturing this couple by, like, just creeping them out finally gets them, and they're about to kill them. And he says, uh, the lady asks, why are you doing this? And the guy just says, because you were home. Because you were home? Oh, Victor is saying this in the chat right now. Scariest line in that movie is when they asked, why are you doing this? And the answer was because you were home. It's 100% the scariest thing in the world. It's the last part of the movie. or It's in the last scene of the movie. And it's such a creepy thing because there was no motive. You think that there's got to be some like revenge or some reason. There's no reason. They literally said, we did this because you were home. And then at the very last scene, they're riding past these two little kids on bikes and they get out and, and talk to them or whatever. And when they get back in, the, the youngest of the three bad guys is, is like, I guess, upset. And they said, don't worry, it'll be easier next time. What the fuck? They don't get caught. They don't go. There's no consequences. It's a terrifying. That is what makes that so scary. Um, it, it was terrifying. All right, next up. We have, start the timer, the Sully perspective on, I'm going to talk about Simone Biles slash mental health. And, I, and I'm going to be upfront about this. This is all coming out in the last two days. And I think that this is going to be a risky thing talking about a heavy topic like mental health when I have not really written out or thought through what I want to say. It's such a dangerous thing, but I want to be raw and I want to be honest. And if I in the future think something different, that's okay. And I think that that's something that we don't do enough as a culture right now is you are able to change your mind. You can change. You can grow. So if I say something ignorant, that's okay. It's because I am an ignorant person. But I'm going to try. Okay. There's two arguments in this whole situation. If you don't know what happened, basically, Simone Biles is one of the biggest names in, in gymnastics history. She's the most decorated gymnast of all time. Um, she's a clutch, clutch athlete. She gets to the Olympics. She has an off day. She does her vault, which is her event. She's light years past everyone else in the competition. 
she has a real bad vault. Uh, like she didn't, she missed like three, it's like uh, 30% of her, her twist in the air was just not there. When she landed, she landed all weird, almost fell. It was not like her at all. And I guess when she came down, she was talking with the, her, the doctor. She was talking with her teammates. She was talking with her coaches. Ends up walking out. We find out she has removed herself from the competition. And then the next day we find out she's removed herself from, from individuals. People were thought maybe she was injured. But no, it comes out. She said she could not handle the pressure. She was dealing with mental health issues. She was shaking. She was having what, based on her description, what I would call a panic attack or an anxiety attack. And she bowed out. There's two sides of this, man. One side talks, you know, I, I had good discussions with my family about this and friends and we were talking and one side says, and there are valid points to this. I understand where they're coming from. Like when you are a clutch athlete, you know, if LeBron gets to game seven, would that man ever bow out? You know, when Serena Williams gets to the very last match, is she going to bow out due to mental health? And it's not like they don't have pressure. I get that. I understand that argument. But, but, number one, Simone Biles is a 24-year-old woman, a young woman, who realistically has not just a team's pressure and the fans' pressure, but an entire country's pressure on her at least in her own mind, right? She is what, in the last eight years, has made America so good at gymnastics. She is it for the last eight years. And you know what? I have friends. I have family. I have very close people in my life that deal with panic attacks and anxiety. I do not. But what I am learning by having people close to me that deal with this is that, number one, it is real. That's been the hardest thing for me to understand. Sully here, I've never dealt with anxiety or uh, stress attacks or panic attacks. It doesn't run in my blood. It doesn't run in my brain. It's not me. I am like, whatever, on anything that happens. And sometimes that can be bad, by the way. You know, sometimes it really hurts me. But, um, I, it's real. It's a real thing. I've seen it up close and personally. And we don't know Simone Biles. We don't know the conversations that were had with her coaches and with her teammates. And I think a lot of people are sitting here being very angry and judgmental and hateful towards Simone Biles when they don't know what happened. It, what we know is that she freaked out, she had mental health issues, and she bowed out. We don't know the conversations that were had between her and her coach. They, they could have said, hey, if you're not feeling it and you think that she could have injured herself. I mean, these things that she's doing, these are highly technical uh, processes that she's going through. These flips, if, if you're not mentally there, I'm going to keep going on this. I know the buzzer went, but if you're not mentally there, you will, I imagine. Listen, I can barely do a, like, I can barely put my head on the ground and, like, roll forward. I can, earlier I went up the stairs, I have four steps, and I got winded. So, like, who am I to talk about pressure 
and physicality or athletics. Uh, Victor says, here's the thing. Mental health is never deemed important or a right time for a spectator. Andrew Luck retired during the offseason and Colts fans were pissed about it. I definitely support her and her decision. That's a really good point. Mental health. Here's the hard part that no one wants to hear. Guess what? Simone Biles' mental health has... Let me yell it for the people in the back. Nothing the fuck to do with you! It has nothing to do with you. So stop acting as if she let you down. You're going to work tomorrow. You still have your family. You still have a career. It didn't hurt you that Simone Biles bowed out. But you know what it could have done? It could have saved her. Victor also says, also, she doesn't owe the fans anything, in my opinion. Read Man in the Arena. And I think that perfectly captures participating versus spectating. I don't know what that is, but I will look that up. Um, that is, there's a big difference. We're not there. We can talk about, we can compare Simone Biles to other athletes all we want, but we're not her and we're not them. Maybe LeBron doesn't, maybe LeBron is like me. Maybe LeBron thrives on pressure and change and, you know, eyes on him. I love being the center of attention. Everybody that knows me knows that. I love being competitive. And maybe some people struggle with that, especially a 24-year-old woman who has never probably been in a normal teenage life. I'm imagining that people that get to that level of athleticism probably didn't have a normal life to get to grow and mature the way that I got to. Because guess what? I'm nobody. But Simone Biles had the world's eyes on her. And she bowed out. So I, I don't know. I think that at the end of the day, whether you believe that she should or shouldn't have, that's fine. You can have your opinion. My opinion is I try to, and I think we all should do this more, we should err on the side of compassion. We don't have to agree. If you want to sit here and say, I disagree with her decision, I think that it was weak, you have the right to say that. That's fine. But try to be compassionate. Try to err on the side of Man, I don't know what she was going through. The Merch 25, my boy Keegan says, it's sad that on top of what she's already dealing with, now she's got everyone giving her crap for her decision. It's insane, man. It really does suck. I, I, to be someone who already is dealing with mental health issues or pressure so much that you have to bow out of the Olympics in front of everyone, which must be embarrassing already, now she's got nothing but a bunch of like middle-aged white men who can't even, like I said, like do a, a cartwheel. I saw someone post that on Instagram today. A bunch of people that can't even do a cartwheel are judging her. <laughs> and now they're putting hate in her comments, which probably makes her feel even worse. Victor says half these people get tired from going up a flight of stairs and get mad at a top-tier athlete for not competing. Uh, my last comment wasn't compassionate. Sorry about that. That's true. It's hard because you got to be compassionate on both sides, but let's be honest. I don't really feel like I have to be that compassionate for people that get online and talk shit about a 24-year-old 
when they can't even get off the couch. So keep eating your potato chips, bro. We're moving on. I'm sure we'll talk about more more about that, you know, another time. It, it's hard, man. It really is hard. I get the anger. I understand, like, some of the arguments. I get it. You have to show up to perform. If you're going to be a top-tier athlete, you have to show up to perform. But you know what? She's a human, not a robot. She's also, by the way, not a monkey at a circus that performs when I snap and say she get, she has to. I'm just going to throw that out there. Simone Biles is a human who has human problems and emotions and mentality, and we mess up all the time. And maybe she'll look back on this and regret it, and maybe she'll look back on this and be so proud that she had the balls to take a step back and not succumb to people who were yelling at her, you have to perform, because maybe that did wonders for her mental health so if it did good for you simone keep rocking we're moving on that was so long but it was worth it i think it was an important thing to talk about try something new tuesday is going to close us out as always if you are a podcast listener this will be the dumbest segment for you it's a visual segment typically try something new tuesday of course is happening this week on a thursday but that's okay T-S-T-O-T. That's what it's called this week. Try something. Oh, wait. I forgot the new. T-S-N-T-O-T. Try something new Tuesday on Thursday. That's what's happening right now. Let me go get it first. I have have to go get something out of my fridge. And then I'll start the timer. Okay, hold on. Here we go. This week. Oh, I got to get a plate. Ah, All right. This week we're trying... A challenge that I've seen online, or I didn't even, I wasn't the one that found this. Anna found it and sent it to me, and I watched a couple of videos. I don't know how I feel about this. It's going to be watermelon and cinnamon. Now, there's two challenges. There's also a watermelon and, I'm going to start the timer. There's also watermelon and mustard. I'm not doing that. Mustard is the most disgusting thing ever invented by humankind. I will not try anything with mustard in it. For as long as this channel exists, I'm telling you right now, I'm not trying anything with mustard on it. Unless you give me a large sum of money. I, listen, if you give me money, I'll try mustard. It's got to be a decent amount. Watch this. You want, it to, you, want to, you want me to try mustard? Here, we'll put it in the chat. Because it's not happening. I can promise you. But listen, there, click that link. Give me money. I'll try fucking mustard. Okay, here we go. We're trying watermelon with cinnamon. Now, I'm nervous about this because I have a sneaky suspicion. This is my fear. I'm going to close my laptop here. My fear is that this is a trick. Because do you remember back in the day? I'm old enough to remember like Vine. Do you remember the Vine challenge that was just the shot of cinnamon and people would just like die? They would take just a or it was a spoon they would take a spoonful of cinnamon and then they wouldn't be able to breathe and they would suffocate and i think there were at least 40 deaths i don't know i made that up but victor said for a split second i thought you were going to say mustard and i was about to be shocked i'm not doing mustard ever i'm not doing mustard it is the devil's condiment (laughs) not doing it all right so 
I, I, this is the problem. I don't know how much cinnamon to put on the watermelon chunk. Does anyone have an idea of how much to put? Like, am I coating it? Is it a light sprinkle? I don't, I really don't know. So I bought, I went to the store and I just bought some ground cinnamon. I also don't know. There was, do you know how many cinnamon options there are at grocery stores? Ground cinnamon, cinnamon uh, sticks that are ground up. I don't know how that's different. Uh, cinnamon sugar. Anna says, it's not a trick. I'm telling you a, to take a spoonful of it. Oh, I'm not telling you to take a spoonful of it. You just sprinkle it on the watermelon. Fine. If I die, Victor says seven. Try eight. <laughs> <coughs> like little rascals when he asks his social security number and the kid just says seven. And then he's like, seven? And then the kid in the trench coat goes, try eight. <laughs> Never not funny. All right, here we go. Cinnamon, watermelon. I'm going to sprinkle first. Oh, oh, that came out very fast. I'm going to sprinkle it on both sides so that I can get it on the roof of my mouth and on the tongue. All four sides, actually, and the top. Okay, so much cinnamon. I, I don't know if the camera will be able to see this. There you go. See, look. Uh, I'll put it right back here. So, And I put it on all sides. I'm really nervous. Here we go. Oh, God. Oh my God. First of all, <coughs> first of all, it's so dry. <coughs> How do you make watermelon dry? It has water in the name. Second of all, I, I couldn't taste the watermelon. It just tasted like dry ass cinnamon. Have you ever had dry ass cinnamon? Okay. I, I, I have to, I know I have to try it again. We have to do at least two, if not three tries. My eyes are watering. That's a lot of cinnamon. That's what I thought. Maybe, did I overdo the cinnamon? Let me put that down. Let's get a new piece. Look, I'm only going to do it this time on two of the four sides. Okay, look. So look, uncinnamoned, cinnamon, cinnamon, uncinnamoned. We'll try that. I think that was too much cinnamon. Okay, everyone in the chat is saying that I way overdid on cinnamon. Let me tap it off here. Okay, now it's just kind of, it's a two-sided on a cube of cinnamon. Here we go. Okay. Um, okay, okay. Okay. That's, um, not good. That's, that's bad. Um, don't try that. Um, I will never get that out of my flavor pods. Did I just call taste buds flavor pods? I don't know what that meant. That's not good. Don't do it. Look how much cinnamon I just wasted. Um, it was like a, I couldn't, I didn't taste cinnamon. I think that cinnamon is only good with sugar. And the watermelon, while watermelon is sweet, is not sugary enough to boost the cinnamon sugar. Maybe people only like the sugar part of cinnamon sugar. Hail to the victor says, next, next week, try Tide Pods. <laughs> Just live on the air, trying some Tide Pods. Um, yeah, not good. Also, cinnamon, way overrated. Anybody a cinnamon fan in here? It's like, what is it? Is it spicy? Is it fall? Is it... It's got to be with sugar. Now, I will say this. Now, if you put some cinnamon... And like some white granulated sugar 
on a buttered piece of bread and put that in the oven or like in your toaster oven. Oh my God. That I used to make that as a kid because we were less, because we were awesome. That's why. We also made cheese toast in the oven. That, let me tell you how to make that. Um, cheese, bread. That's it. Cheese bread. Cheese toast. I absolutely love cinnamon. I'll be honest. All cinnamon, everything, Victor says. Why? It's in my throat. But are you eating cinnamon-flavored things, or are you eating cinnamon? Victor says, not even cinnamon sugar, just cinnamon. I love it. What are you putting it on, Victor? Are you... What does it go on? Because that was bad. That was not... It wasn't a good thing to, to put in my mouth. It wasn't enjoyable. I feel my tongue is not... If you had taken sand and sprinkled sand on a piece of watermelon... Same effect. Same flavor, too. Like, it was horrible. So thanks for that. The good news is I got a bunch of watermelon out of it. And watermelon, probably the best fruit. Victor says both. I put cinnamon on my overnight oats. Mmm, chef's kiss. First of all, overnight oats. You're the most CrossFit bro I've ever met. Cinnamon on a sweet potato, delicious. You know what else is good on a cinnamon, on a uh, sweet potato? Butter and marshmallows. That's good on a sweet potato. You take some marshmallows and put it on there, and they get all melty belty. They get all squishy wishy. Anna says, probably wish you did mustard now. No, 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 no. Let's not get. That's too much. I'm not doing mustard unless you give me money. That's the rule. If you want to give me money, I'll try it. I'll try any. Listen. I'll try anything twice, and I'll definitely try anything for money. I know that that doesn't sound great, but take it how you, you know, take it how you want. I will do almost anything for money. You know, test me on it, whatever. All right, guys, that is it for the podcast this week. Thank you for tuning into the live podcast. Uh, I had a blast today. This was, this was a fun one. I thought we had a lot of good news. We talked about some serious stuff, some funny stuff, some nerdy news. I like. Tell me in the chat if you liked nerdy news or if we should switch it up. I, I think that I like it. I actually enjoyed talk, talking about some of those stories that came out. So let me know in the chat. Did you like nerdy news or not? Victor says, Anna, we need to get enough people to tip him to eat mustard. I said, uh, that's fine. I don't know what the number is right now in my head, but if it, I mean, sure. If you, if you will bring an undisclosed amount of money before me, I will try mustard. Um, Keegan says, I like nerdy news. Thank you, Keegan. I, I liked it too. I, it's something that I like. Victor says, I should add a conspiracy theory segment. That's kind of cool, aliens. What, well, see, that, that can go here, Vic. I can put that on Sully Perspective on and then just do... Uh, that's what I like about the Sully Perspective on is because it could be literally anything. Uh, Keegan says, next time I see you, I'm force-feeding you mustard. Bro, first of all, come at me with your little twig-ass legs and your little, your little hot hair, your hot boy hair, hot boy summer hair, and your Crocs. I'll break you in two. I'll, I'll literally take my hand, crush you into a ball. Do you remember the first Space Jam when they roll Michael Jordan up into a ball? 
and they say, how's that, little man? That's what I'm going to do to you, Keegan. You come at me with that mustard, I'll tear you up. I'll put you in that mustard bottle and squeeze you out on a sandwich and eat you. That was weird. All right, that's it for the podcast, guys.